Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in for this next episode of Dog Training with Patrick. This one covers lesson three of my group class out at the Waterloo Feed Store. If ever in the area, please stop in. This feed store is pretty nice, has all kinds of, all kinds of different food. If they don't have the food of your choice, they will order it for you. Um, very much a niche type pet store. So it's like you'll find things in there that maybe you can't get at the Pet Smarts or the big chains. They're just a little bit different. And a lot of times for me, I find that these places work out the best, especially for trainers, uh, especially for people who are looking for actual equipment that are going to help with their dogs. And the staff just seems to be a little bit more knowledgeable. They're not geared towards making a sale of a certain particular item. They're more in it to say, well, you know, what is your dog like? Let's test it out. A lot more uh, family-oriented type place, and I, and I absolutely love it. I have a workshop coming up uh, Pleasant Ridge Park on Saturday morning. Uh, currently, every spot is available for that one. <laughs> if anybody's interested in signing up, it is $25. will last around an hour to two hours. So it just depends on the people that show up. Um, please do sign up through the website, though. Otherwise, I will not be there if there is no sign-ups. So um, anyway, this next group class that we did... Um, talks about we do some more working with sit I explain um, how to do the down we work down the second half of class and we get to a point where we do talk about certain behaviors um, this class is very small I think we have three dogs in it which is awesome because the smaller the class you know allows me to bring Lily and work her through um, a small class rather than a large class so there's lots of dogs around her um, and it allows us to cover more in class so we get to have that experience of lots of questions. Um, every dog in this class is a puppy. So this has been a very good um, experience, you know, not only for Lily, but for the other dogs as well, to where, you know, they, they're all kind of in the same boat. You know, all the owners are in the same boat, having the same kinds of problems, you know, trying to get the dog to listen. The dog's going through these ups and downs with energy level and those kinds of things. So, you know, being able to ex talk about those kinds of problems um, it's been incredibly fun and um, you get to hear me kind of trip over some words in the in the podcast and that's just because I'm not used to working with the dog again so the last dog I usually brought and worked with was Lucy um, and she you know, after a while just was able to able to handle it all you know and and Lily's now just learning you know so I've had her for two weeks now the second group class she's attended second training session she's attended so for her not to be able to play with the dogs is like frustrating for her. So her learning to work through that with the help of hot dog um, has been uh, has been something she's been working through. She does really great when we're in the and we're in the middle of it and we're just working and I'm showing and she's just laying lying down. She knows she's working, but we don't stay there very long and then we move on to the next dog and we help them and we work them and then we move on to the next dog. But when I actually sit there and I and I speak and I talk, um, that's where she seems to have the trouble. So, you know, that's where we got to work and um, just have more experiences like that where she is stationary and I'm having a conversation with somebody um, that has a dog. And so that, that frustration of wanting to play comes out. You can hear her bark a little bit um, and she does get to meet the dog. So it's not like I'm, 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 I'm a dictator, you know, um, I do give her the, the opportunity to meet when she is calm. And not super excited, so I don't want her to. Under, I want her to learn to understand that. Yeah, there's dogs here. Yes, we're working right now, and yes, you will get to meet them. Uh, but she has to meet them very respectfully, uh, so that way we can continue on with her training. So not every dog, not every situation will be playtime, and she has to learn to work through that. And so at the end of class, as always, I take her to the dog park because. That type of socialization and play for her, I found out, is a need, and it's something that she really, really needs. Um, so it's something that I'm not ever going to take away. I'm always going to try and find an outlet for her to have some kind of to have that need met in some kind of way. So I hope you guys enjoy the next podcast, and um, you know, always leave some comments uh, if you agree, disagree, um, if you have any information that or any problems that you're having with your dog, feel free to message me. You can DM me on Instagram, Facebook. You can email me at Patrick Furlan dog training, or Patrick Furlan at fourpawstrainingk9s.com or you can contact me directly on the website, 
fourpawstrainingcanines.com. So enjoy the podcast, and we will talk to you later. All right, bye. All right, I think we're all here. We'll go ahead and get started. Okay. You guys enjoying, enjoying the week so far? A good weekend? No, no, no. Everyone have a good oh, one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys get to practice a whole lot? Pra tried. Like, yeah, practice comes like, <laughs> hey, hey. hey. <laughs> it's okay. This is a new thing that she's doing. We're <laughs> finding out. <laughs> but, uh, but when we... Um, but like the way I the way I've always practiced with uh, the dogs that I always try to do, like, is um, is do like ten minutes at a time. No. Don't do anything that's too crazy. Make sure they're a good quality 10, 10, 15 minutes, and then like if you feel better later on that afternoon, try again. So just like give them 10, 15 minutes and then let them play, or take them on a walk or do something different. Um, but give them a good solid 10, 15 minutes. Like grab some treats, put them in the bag, whatever. Walk around for that 10 or 15 minutes to see what you can do to work. To me, I find that the quality is better than the quantity. Um, so uh, whenever you get the, whenever you get the time to really just focus on the name and that kind of thing, it, it really, it really pays dividends when you go back because then the dog gets related to it in a positive experience. You're related to it in a positive experience. <clears throat> so it becomes a good, a good experience. Come on, sit, Lily. You gotta sit. <clears throat> and so that, that to me is what I usually do, and I'll do it like 15 minute intervals, especially if you have puppies. I mean, you can't really keep the can't really keep the uh, attention span going on very long. You cannot have the hot dog out of there yet right now. <laughs> but, but when you have like the, like the 10 or 15 minutes of the puppy, then you, can, then you can bring the toy in, the play in, and all that kind of stuff, and it seems to really, seems to really, really make it better. Um, so today we'll be working with sit. We'll be doing sit while we move, sit, uh, to, to, <laughs> sit when we walk and everything else. So, we'll, hey, come on. You can have the hot dog in a second. So, did everybody work with their dog's name? Yes. Yep. Yeah, feel pretty good about it. They stare at you a lot now? Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> Unless she's outside. Unless she's outside. Yeah, so when you're outside, I, I don't know if you take the leash out with you or not, um, put them on the leash. But one thing to try and grab their attention when they're outside is you can always give them the full end of the leash and you just tell them to come. So, it's like, uh, Lily, come, 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 come. Yes, hey, yes. So she understands what yes means, so she's gonna come right back to it. Okay, so I can sit there and say her name, I can allow her to go. Go ahead, Lily. Lily, come, ah, Lily, come, 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 come. Yes, yes, good. So now I'm getting attention and she's coming back in my space, very, having, having a little bit of issue with uh, jumping on me today, but I'm also teaching her that as well. So when I got sick, I ended up getting a, uh, a, a different kind of behavior whenever I get stressed or I have anxiety or when my mind goes to a place where I'm thinking about things, I rub my head. So that's one thing that I've been working with her on. So now she thinks that if I have a hot dog, she jumps on me, because that blocks the attention that I would normally use when I would rub my head. So it actually starts a type of a self-mutilation type thing, I guess, whenever my mind starts to, to wander into some kind of anxiety. So I started teaching her that, so now that's where the jumping is coming from. But, so now we're just working through that kind of behavior. <clears throat> but but with uh, anything that has to do when you're outside would be to keep keep your dog's attention would be on a short leash. You start there, bring them back, you know, say their name, light tug. As soon as they start to come to you, tell them good job, come here, and reward out of that treat. Uh, reward from the treat or if you have anything or just pet and praise if you're just outside, you know, having the dog use the restroom. Best way to do it. And then, and then as you graduate from the extension of that leash, you can always buy like a rope or longer lead and continue to, to, to grow that experience. I know. We we're just we're just boisterous today. That's okay. So, how many how many of the dog how many people think 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 their dog understands sit very well? Sit. Pretty well. Pretty well. Okay. So so when you when you ask the dog to sit, do you use the leash or do, or do they do it well without the leash? Without. They do well without. Do you do you approach them? How do you how does the sit work? Because usually when I do when I when I train sit, Lily, uh, <clears throat> hey, can you sit? Nope, nope, Lily. <laughs> so when you when you start to work with sit, a lot of times a lot of times it comes from like pressure where you'll pull up and ask the dog to sit, and they will. 
And you can release that set? Ah, no, 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 we're not going to go there. Come on, Lil. <laughs> She's just real excited tonight. Lily, can you sit? Yes, good job. And so where you'll end up normally being, the dog will usually be in front, and you'll kind of, kind of shape the behavior. And the reason why, just like anything that we'll do in, in the pro, anything that we usually do with the dog is usually shaped around, and they offer us the behavior. Yes. And so when she learns that her butt hits the ground, gets a reward, as soon as you present some kind of payment, they will automatically have their butt hit the floor. The, the, trick, that we have to, uh, the trick that we have to use is that every time we ask the dog to do this behavior, what are we giving the dog that's most consistent? Is it, does, it, does it happen to be that we step forward? Does it happen to be that they pick up on our hand movement when we, when we shape the dog? What is it that we're giving that the dog is normally reacting to. And the biggest thing that we want them to react to is our verbal. Because sometimes they might be over there. And our verbal over there sounds a lot better there than, it, than our body language looks. And so that's one of the biggest things. Come here, Lily. Come on. Get up. Lily, can you sit? Yes. And so Lily knows that I have a reward, which is great. And so when she comes up to me, I can offer something to her, and she can offer me a behavior back. So if I come over to her again, I can just have her, I can shape her into it. Yes and she can go right into it. So now I can, when I know that she has it down, I can just offer her the, I can just offer her the treat and I'll give it to her and then see what she gives me. Yes. And so since the last three times I was shaping her to say, hey, if you put your butt on the ground, you actually get a reward from me. So another one that she'll do, so we'll just kind of stand here and she'll kind of go, she'll go through her motions. And when they can go through their motions, it means they completely understand that something they do gives you something. So there she goes. She tried to jump on me. That didn't get. That didn't open up the box. Now we're gonna lie down. So yes. And so if she chooses right for me, and by going through the motions, whether or not I can, I can teach her to bark at me in that in that instance as well. So I can just keep her going for more frustration, more frustration, more frustration, and then she'll she'll just continue learning different behaviors that maybe I find deem appropriate or not. So has has walking been going okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go ahead and we'll start to walk. And we'll move, and then when, um, as soon as as soon as I tell you to stop, we'll actually put them in the sit. So again, when you when you do the sit, if if you if your dog understands it verbally, that's great. Then we can work on doing other things. But usually, when we stop, you just put the dog in the sit. Lily, sit. Lily, can you sit? She's like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Lily, sit. Good job. <laughs> so no reward for that one, obviously, since I asked her three times. We say their name first, they re they re we see a response, whether or not it's their ear that moves to you, whether or not they look at you directly in the face, but we get a response that says we have complete attention. And as soon as we get that attention, then we ask them for the command. That's why getting their attention is so important. That's why I always say something to always revisit at least once a month when they get into the whole habit of doing it. So as soon as you get the, the dogs in the whole habit of doing all the obedience cues really well and you're shaping very well, it's really good to always go back to just doing their name and, and rewarding that with a treat because you always get their attention with the treat. Okay, so we'll start walking, we'll just go this way, and we'll just start moving, we'll, then we'll, we'll do this. Hey. <clears throat> the lady's like, I don't want to follow. Let's go ahead and shape them into the sit. Let's go ahead and have them sit. Sit. Lily. Sit. Good girl. So when you get them, in, so when you get when you when you get them into the position, when you get them into position, it's very important that when we when when we get ready to work with stay, we can just tell them good job, and we can then we can add the word in stay. So we'll be covering that as well today. Um, how to, how to actually get them into stay. So you'll shape them. Shape. Annie, sit. So right back good here. girl. Good. Yeah, good. good so, so when you mark the behavior, that means they can get up. So when we actually start working with stay, this will be the, this will be the more challenging. So we'll go ahead and, Lily, can you sit? Good. So I, I've, I've, you can either use the word stay or just leave them in position. And I'll just tell her, good job. You're doing really good. Good girl. That doesn't mean she can move yet. Yes. As soon as I 
mark the behavior of her staying, she can now get up and come get the reward and get in the treat box and everything else. <laughs> and, yeah. so, so how do you practice um, getting them to sit when um, Billy, sit. you don't have a leash on? Billy, like, sit. Touch their butt and so, so, so the, that's the thing. So if they, you don't, if you can't get your dog to sit without a leash on, they probably do not understand the the, the language, right? Because if you're using the leash to pull up and have them sit, then that's then it's not it's not going the way that you want. So they, you want them to get totally, t totally on cue verbally. So and the way to do that is if they're if they're offering you this behavior nine out of ten times. So if I offer this to Lily. And she, and she decides to sit, and she's doing it, and I get that behavior nine out of 10 times. Now I know I can start adding the word in sit, and I don't have to shape her anymore. So the shaping's done. As soon as I offer her a treat, I'm not shaping anymore. As soon as, as, soon as the treat's offered and she gives it to me, I don't have to shape. Now, now when I bring out a treat and I, and I offer it to her, and she decides to give me a sit, now I add the word sit into it. And as soon as she, as soon as she goes into sit, nine to 10 out of times from me saying it, then I'm no longer I'm no longer offering the treat anymore. I'm now I'm now waiting. I'm now saying her name and asking her to sit with no body language, with no body language, with no pulling on the leash or anything. So the only time that I would ever make her sit without without asking her would be if I felt like there was a danger ahead. If I needed it right away, I would then pull into the leash and tell her you need to sit, and I would go right into it and I would use control. So other than that, it would just be like. Lily, sit. Yes, good girl. And she would automatically get that. So for me, it's, it's always ask the dog first unless there's something completely um, precedent that you really need to, to take control right away, whether or not there's another dog coming, uh, something's charging you, whatever. But you want to make sure that, that the dog understands the word. So a lot of times you'll walk into somebody and, uh, and you'll say, hey, Lily, can you sit? And if I move forward on her, Lily, sit. If I move forward and pull up, so she's trying to move to the side because she doesn't like that. But if I move forward on her and, I'm, and I crowd her space, she will give me the behavior that I want. And all she's doing is saying, please ease the tension. She's not doing it because she's confident about it. She's not doing it for any other reason. She's just trying to ease tension. So she's giving into that tension. What you want them to do is offer you the behavior. You want them to have enough confidence to say, I know if I do this, I will get paid. Whether or not it's through affection, whether or not it's through treats, whether or not it's through just praise, they'll get something. But the, the goal here is to make sure that they're paying attention to what we do and what we give the dog. So if I'm giving the dog this, sit, and she does, then I know that she's more responding to the pressure that I'm putting on her rather than, the, rather than her offering it to me. So it's always about trying to get something. Oh, oh, the dog's always trying to work for something and have enough confidence to say, okay, you didn't want to sit, did you want me to lie down? Which is what we got here. And so for me, if she knows I'm going to be, in, she knows she's going to be in position, I don't care if she lies down. That's, that's okay with me. And most dogs will do that because it's more comfortable. So, so let's go ahead and have them sit again. See if we can put them into that. Good. So they get, if you tell them good job, so as soon as you have them sit, tell them good job. See if you can walk to the end of the leash. See if you can walk to the end of the leash. Keep telling them good. Go, ah, ah. So that's when I'll put pressure on. I'll tell her no. She's doing it wrong. And as soon as I get to the end of the leash, then I can tell her yes. And she's going to come get her reward. Yes. Good boy. All right. Come here. Come here. Come on. So if I get to a point two, so this is something we also will work on as well. And I know this is throwing a lot at you this week. This will give you lots of homework and lots of, lots of different looks at the sit. But we'll also go into this as well. Sit. Sit. Stay. Sit. Stay. In the leash. So as soon as I put Lily back into sit, hey, Lily, can you stay? So if I come back and I get to the end of the leash, now it's Lily, come. Lily, sit. Hey, sit. Yes. And as soon as I get, as soon as I start chaining the behaviors together, then I can start, uh, I can start asking for a little bit more. Annie, come. So, so. Sit. Annie, come. Little tug sit. on the leash. Annie, there you go. Come. There you go. Ask her to, yes. good. And mark that behavior. Sit. And then ask him to come and then mark the behavior. Yes. There you go. Good. 
Lisa again. Come here, Lily. Lily, sit. Yes. And it may not always end up being where I ask the dog to do all those behaviors. What I'm doing is I'm shaping it and seeing if she understands the sounds. Because the more I mix it up, and the more she doesn't get rewarded for a certain behavior, then she's got to pay attention. What was different? She's got to go, what was different with what we did? And what was different with what I did and what I heard? She's using all her senses to try and figure it out. Good job. Good job. Good. Let's go ahead and keep working with the sit. If you're, if you're feeling confident enough in your dog, and you, you, know, you can drop the leash as well during the, during the sit and stay, we got enough room where we should be able to run after our dog, hopefully. Lily might destroy the place if she gets away from me. Hmm. Lily, sit. Good girl. Stay. Lily, come. Yes. Sit. And he sit. And he sit. Good girl. It's fun, isn't it, Lily? She's like, I can't believe I'm usually I'm used to going to the dog park and having my way and walking with all these dogs and everything. Home, no issues at home. Okay, good. Sit, sit, watch. Yes. Good girl. The biggest problem we has have is um, Stay. passing the treats. Stay. Ah. Good girl. Good. Stay. Okay. Lily, come. Sit. Yes. Stay. You guys having trouble? Good girl. Tell her good. Good girl. Good. And then, ah. Uh, so that's where you would do the correction. Bring her back and put her back into it. So that's where you would use the pressure. So now, if a dog messes up and they get up from the stay, it's okay. What you're going to do is just, now you're going to go back and use social pressure and put her back into it. You want her to understand, you want your dog to understand that they did something different. It was wrong. It wasn't what you asked for. So anytime that you do any type of discipline, you're going to let the dog know, it said no. And then, you, then you'll go, hey, <clears throat> then you'll go in with, this wasn't, this wasn't what I asked. So I pushed her back in. So if I, if she comes through, ha ha, nope, I'll put her back into it and push forward. And I'll say, good girl. And then I'll start to walk away. Hey, hey, nope, back up. We'll come back forward again. There we go. Good girl. And then as soon as she gets back in position, I will tell her she's doing a good job. Because that's what I want her to do. Hey, Lily. Hey, right here. Good girl. Good. So I'm disciplining and rewarding in the same breath. So I'm not doing anything that's going to cause her any type of pain or anything like that. What I want her to do, what I want her to understand is when I did it right, it was so pleasurable. When I did it wrong, it was just a little bit different and I didn't like it as much. No. That's what you're Stay. saying to her. So, so ask her to sit again. Any sit. Any sit. So you pull up a little bit. See what. Any sit. You can also shape her by by holding the treat over the nose and just go pull them back on her uh, over her head. Just pulling it over her head. There you go. Not not the not the leash, but the treat. Yeah. So treat right right on her nose and then just. Tell her, sit. there you go. Good girl. Good girl, Annie. Now ask her to stay and release her tension in the stay. leash. Stay. She gets up, tell her, nope. Right. Now, she did great. So tell her, yes. Annie, good, good girl. Good job. That's a good job, Annie. But if she messes up, if they mess up, it's not a big deal. So, Lily, sit. <laughs> so, so she must stay. So if she messes up on me. Annie, sit. Ah. So I come back in. Annie, sit. Good girl, right there. Stay. Annie, sit. Lily, come. Good. Lily, sit. Lily, down. Lily, down. So again, so we're waiting. Lily, down. Yay, there she goes. Good girl. Lily, come. And sit. Yes. Good girl. No, stay, stay. Come on. So if you take if you take a treat and you put, uh, come here. Yeah, if you put it right over, right on the nose, just like this. Yeah. If you put her right over the nose and fo follow the nose back, yes, she will do it. Good girl, Annie. Good. Nice. Sit. Okay. Sit. 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 So he's far ahead. So that's the problem. That's, that's the, well, the problem is, is he's far ahead. So what you want to do is transition yourself in front and now say his name. Cody. Cody, sit. There you go. So you got, got to get a different reaction. Position plays a big, important role. 
So if like Lily's right up here, I know I know that she's right out in front. I gotta work on this if I want her to respond. So if I, Lily, sit. So she's too far out front. So if I come in, I go, Lily, sit. I get a response. So for me, where I'm at with her is right to the side, a little bit behind. I wanna keep working myself behind so she continues to hear. Uh-huh. You know, so that, because anytime you change environment, anytime you change a position, anytime you change where you're at, you change environment. And so you, sometimes you just have to work back to where you were. So if I, come here, Lily. So if she comes up and she's right out front, Lily, sit. So I can come back up with the nose, Lily, sit. Yeah. Yes. And I can just let her remind her that I have something there while she's investigating something else. Okay. So that's where I'm at, then that's where I, that's where I, that's where I, I don't challenge her. I don't sit there and get frustrated. So, so if that's where she's at, then that's where she's at. Okay. And I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna say, okay, that's where, that's, we got it, we got it here. We got it here. I can do it right up front. I can do this, but I can't do it back here. So that's where I got to work. Okay. And then, so I just, so that way you keep proofing different spots, keep proofing different environments. And eventually you'll be right back here and you'll be like, say their name and they go, what? And then they'll sit. Yeah. And that's what you want. So yeah. the reason I was asking about how do you get them to sit when it's really sit. not on the leash, I would say he does it <laughs> nine out of 10 times. Mm -hmm. But like today, I'm trying to make dinner jumping up, he's just about big enough <laughs> and I'm saying get down, I'm Billy, saying down. sit, and he is just spouse boy. I yeah, mean, so he's so he's very excited at that point. Yeah. So, hey, 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 hey. Oh, it's okay. <clears throat> no, good girl. So he's very excited at that point, so it's okay to sit there and, and, and be firm and say, no, it's not what I'm looking for. Put them into the sit. You said it twice and they're not getting a response. Then I would have to put a leash on and say, okay, we're going to put you in the sit, but I'm not going to hold the leash. Uh -huh. I'm just going to put you in the sit, and I'm going to have the leash there as a tool that I can pick up and utilize whenever I'm asking for something. And as soon as, they, as, soon as, as, soon as you tell them no and they respond, and whether or not it's they get off the counter or do anything, if they give you another favorable behavior, that's when you're going to go ahead and say, good job, or you're going to mark that behavior to sit there and say, oh, you decided to sit. So if I clap my hands at home, that's usually what I'll do to her. If I see her getting into something, I'll clap my hands real loud. She immediately will stop and stare at me, and she might offer me a sit as I start to walk towards. And as soon as she offers me that sit, I'm like, good girl, that's what I'm looking for. But she doesn't get a reward for that because I came out of discipline. Uh -huh. So I immediately go into good girl, and I come over and pet her, and I'm like, that's a better choice. And then I'll bring her away from what she was into. And, and then as soon as I bring her away from what I was into, I'll work her a little bit. I'll give her an opportunity to earn something. Okay. So I'll say, lay down. If she lays down, so I'll say, I, yes, mark the behavior and move it. If I put the leash on him while I'm in the kitchen, is it okay if he's like chewing on it and like playing with it? It depends on if that's okay for you. I just <laughs> I would give him a chew. If he's saying he's if he's chewing then he's and he's and he's bored, then I'd give him something hard to chew on. Cuz you're asking him to to be in the presence and sit there and stay there without having any type of without having any type oh, of play. I have done that. I mean, yeah, and I mean, you're going to have your good days and bad days. It's a yeah. puppy, so that's just what happens. See, I'm having my good day and a bad day here. <laughs> so, so, I mean, like, it, it, just goes, it just goes in and out. So it's like, it's like eventually the good days will start to, to be more uh, prominent than, than, the, than, than the bad days. Hey, that's enough. I know you want to go say hi, but we're just not going to go say hi. But that, but, but the good, the good. It's exhausting being a show. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. No. But the good day, the, the good days do sometimes. Sometimes the the bad days will outweigh the good days at, at times. But it's but it, you know it just it just happens. And it's, if you've had enough, I always say like try the crate. Just do say okay. I can't do this anymore. I need to make dinner. I am hungry. I'm not dealing with this. I'm not working anymore with you. Twenty minutes in the crate. Say okay. Well, what if he barks? Well, if he barks, then maybe put it in the garage. I don't know. <laughs> but 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 it's time out for you. Yeah. There we go. But but really, it's it's time out for you because you're not you're not doing yourself any favors. You know what I mean? You're not the dog's not learning anything. You're not learning. You're not you're not teaching the dog anything. So for me, I will put the dog in the crate for about 20 minutes. Like she likes to play this game of let's go outside every five minutes around six o'clock at night. Uh huh. And I'm like, oh no, like I, if you don't go out this time, you're going in the crate for 45 minutes, and we'll just do strict potty training routine. I'll let you out. We'll take you back out. If you don't, you're going back in there. Eventually. She, she gets the hang of it after about two times of that, and then now we're, we're starting to work through that where we're not doing, we're not, we're not making false attempts to go outside. Okay. Hey.
But, well, <laughs> I kind of figured out that when he gets, like, bites my clothes, that's when he has to poop. Ah. Uh-huh. So, so nah. we're, we're starting to figure out. Well, that's out. good. Yeah. Hey. All right. How are you guys doing? Okay. You want to say hi, Lil? Oh. <laughs> Come here, Lil. Come on. Good girl. That's a good say hello. Sit. Sit. Good. Any problems at home? Um, jumping, biting. Jumping and biting. Yeah, Still losing teeth. Getting ready to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, getting ready to. Yeah, the, 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 the jumping. The jumping. <laughs> I said I, I made my own worst enemy there. The, yeah. the, jump, the jumping can be easily mitigated by having the lead on. So you can either, as soon as, soon as you see the, see, see ready her, her, yeah, as soon as you get ready for launch, you can pull up on the lead and tell her, you say no, pull up on the lead, walk into the space. Okay, so those two things you can, that will really help. And as well as if it's happening right when you get home, let the, let them blow it out in the crate a little bit, you know, and then and as soon as you let the crate open, crate door open, shut it back and forth until you get, get a responsive dog. You know, a responsive dog, I mean, like if you say sit, finally offers you to sit, you can leave the door open for a couple seconds and then invite them out. And then I would try and sit down or something where the dog can't actually put their paws on you. The other problem I've been having is when I'm trying to, to just walk. She's nipping at my heels and trying to walk between my legs. Like on, on the walk with a leash on? Yeah. 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 Just, yeah, so, just so, walking around the house. Oh, just walking around the house. Yeah. yeah. So when you so when you're so when you're walking around the home and a dog's sitting there doing those kinds of behaviors, you want to confront. So a lot of times it's, it's fine. Yeah, Okay. So then you want to turn around and confront, and you're gonna ask the dog to either do some kind of behavior. If 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 he's responsive, that's great. He'll sit and stay and that kind of thing. And then about, after about five or ten seconds of you working him. He should forget what he was doing, and you positively redirect the behavior. Okay. But every time, every single time you feel him coming around trying to go after an ankle, you got to turn around and tell him firm no. Because okay. as soon as you address it, what's going to happen is he's going to stop. And what you want him to do is redirect and do something different with that energy. Whether, whether, whether or not it's he's going to go get a toy, whether or not you're going to offer him something else, you want to make sure that you've at least addressed the behavior. Because if you don't address it, you become the game. I... That's exactly what I'm <laughs> And you're like, get away, man. Yeah. And then it, then, then it gets really intensified, right? Yes. Exactly. And then, so, so as long as you stop moving and you address and you say, I'm not moving a, another, until you find that this is either, either I get through to you or you find B, that this is boring. Yes. Okay, because I'm not going to move until you decide to move on. And that's another thing you can do. You can sit there and say no. You don't even have to redirect. You can just stand there. And as soon as he decides, oh, I'm going to go to the next room, then you move on because then you taught a lesson and sit there and says, now it's not fun anymore. Yeah. You're not. You're not. You're not giving him the behavior. So. All right. Yeah. Well, doing it. Doing it. Doing it to your. Yeah. Your husband. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not you. Or to you too. You should do it to both of you. Okay. Hey, sit. Good. Sit. Billy, sit. Good job. Come. Good job. So another thing that that will work with you guys is. Explaining to you is about positioning. A lot of times, a lot of times we, we were very direct with the dog when we teach him to sit. And one of the best things to teach him is to be sit when you're on the leash on the on the side with you. And so that's that's one of the that's one of the beauties of having the treats again on the left side, is that I can I can bring her up, come on, and I can immediately push her back into it. Yes, and then I can treat from that same spot as well. And so. For me, when I when I'm on the when I'm on the walk or I get ready to walk, when I exit out the home, is something that's very important to me. I can at least lock the door without getting my arm yanked off if there's a rabbit outside. So, <laughs> so, so for me, I always make sure that she sits and she faces she faces the door with me. So when I'm locking the door, she's facing the, the door entry, and I shut the door and I lock it, and we're in the screen door and that kind of thing. So that way, I can actually just I can hold you know put my hand on my leash and I can lock the door and then I can say, okay, let's go. And then that way, that's where the sit and stay really comes in handy, um, doing things like that. And then when I'm coming back in the house, it's like I got to unlock the door. So I'm like, sit, stay, unlock the door, invite her back in, and same, vice versa before we go out. You yeah, know. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's that's a way to work that 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 position. So you know, if, you, if that's where you're going to work is on the door, then you you don't even have to go on a walk. You can just use the door and just put you know put some treats in there, and then really kind of get into this new routine of saying, okay, I'm going to go out the door. Okay, sit. 
No, we're going to go back in the door, sit. And we're going to go back out the door, sit. And then practice locking the door and keeping the dog there in position. And that will help you when you get ready to actually do the walk. Instead of trying to get the walk and everything done at once, you're prepping for the very beginning of the walk. And, and you can do that in the home as well, in and out of different doorways. So if you, if, you, if you have doorways in the home and you're saying from the living room to the dining room or the bedroom, you can ask the dog to sit, shut the door, open the door, invite the dog in. And that way you're, you're, the dog learns to do that every single doorway. So you're not learning, to, so you're not tripping over. I tripped over the dog I'm boarding right now yesterday because of that. I was like trying to get in the bathroom. You know, like move, dude. And so like, that's, that's, one, of the, that's one of the things. So. Annie, sit. No, Lily. No. Annie, sit. Hey. No, sit. Hey, sit. Okay, now what do we do? Good. Good girl. See if you can get to the end of the leash. See if you can drop the leash. Annie, come. There you go. And then as soon as you have her come, you want to finish the behavior by marking the entire exercise. So you'll say, if it's good girl that you're using, then you would say, good job. That's what I'm looking for. And then really reward it. So, Lily, sit. <clears throat> Lily, okay. hey. Lily, so, sit. Good job. Stay. So if I get Lily in a stay, so I'll model it for you. Stay. Lily, come. Yes. Finish it. Yeah, I, that's what I do. And so that's that's the beginning of what I'm actually gonna have her do, and I'll show you what I'll actually end up what will end up looking like when she's actually done. Lily, hey, Lily, can you sit? Good girl. Stay. Lily, come. So what it'll actually look like when I'm done is she'll actually be back in walking position. Yes. And so I just move the move the treat and have her follow the nose. There you go. Good girl. So always tell her good job. <laughs> yeah. So so anytime anytime that she does anytime that she does behavior you like, make sure you hit it good. If she does behavior you don't like, make sure you tell her no. If she gives you something different in the process of you telling her no, tell her good job again. So you, you definitely want to say, that was a better choice. You never want to get to a point where you discipline her and you never said you did something different, that was better. So a lot of times the dog just learns because we let pressure go. So we're like, no. And then the dog stops and does something, we just walk away and the dog learns that, okay, well at least I gave in to pressure. But if she stops and she, maybe she walks over and gives more space and then lays down, if that's what you want in those situations, you will go over and you'll mark that behavior then. So you'll sit there and say, no. And she goes, oh, okay, let me walk over here and just lay down. I know that. And then you go, oh, that's a good girl. That's what I'm looking for. That's better. So that way, that way, that, that way they stay confident. You don't want to break confidence. You want to keep building confidence. Annie. Annie, sit. We're going to make a potty break. Okay. It's probably that time. Annie, 7.05. 7.05. Yeah, you guys still take a break. Riley. Riley. Billy, come. Billy, come. I can tell that Cody gets like mentally drained. Yeah, when yeah. When he goes for walks, he does really well. It's, it's, but towards the end of the walk, and especially if he knows that we're close to our house, he's done. He's it's done. it's, it's like a yeah. I mean, like that's why I say when you work with the the basic obedience and stuff, it's best to start out small time, like ten or fifteen minutes, and then build yourself up to maybe you get a whole hour, and uh -huh. then you mark the end of the end of the hour with a yes or. You mark the whole behavior, saying this is the whole exercise. You completed it wonderfully, whether it's on the walk and you work all of his obedience uh -huh. and you say 45 minutes on the walk. That's kind of what and, I'm trying to do. Yeah, and, and that's, that's, the best, that's the best way to do it because you're out and about. And uh -huh. now you can practice it in real life. Yeah. You know, and whether or, not, whether or not he knows it out there or not, you know, you can always start back at the beginning. And so you can wait till you get the right behavior. You can do those kinds of things. And that's, that's real life. So. It's a lot easier to a lot easier to do it out there, especially if he already has an understanding in the home. Yeah, I mean, they learn. Definitely walking better. Like then, he used to walk and then cut me off. Really sit. And he's so much better. That's awesome. Oh, and he's cutting you off. Oh, there's so many other really, come. Uh -uh. I drive from Belleville, and I just take her up there. I take the back way through 161 up to Pleasant Ridge. Got it. So, okay. everyone enjoy the break. Sit. Come. Any sit? Good. Any sit?
You guys enjoy the break? Yep. Get some water. Sit. You're hot. Any sit. She didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. That's not a surprise. A little too much excitement. A little too much. You guys been working with down at all? Yeah. Sits sits pretty easy. Good girl. Like I said, we got a short, Any we got sit. small class, so we can Any get into sit. more stuff. You guys been working down at all? No. No. I'll show you down since since it's really easy and it's something you guys can continue to, to work on. And the process is really the same. So if I get Lily interested here, so I want her on all fours. Come here. I want her on all fours. And then I'll actually just press into the nose and I'll ask her to lie down. You know, yes. And so what I'm doing is I have my I have my I have my treat and I'm pressing. I'm, I'm asking her to almost give me like a play bow. So I'm, I'm pressing straight into, the, straight into her. As soon as her belly hits the ground, yes. She gets rewarded. Say anything, though? At, at, at the very beginning, no. Because if, if my dog's never learned to do sit, if, 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 my, if my dog has never learned to do down, I just want to shape the behavior until I get an offer. And so, and so this, is, this is me shaping the behavior. So I'll speed it up for you. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to step on your tail. So if I if I if I if I got a behavior from her, so so she goes into the sit. She does that on her own. Let's see what she does. now she goes into that. Yes. And so if she if she decides to go ahead and offer me that behavior, then I know she's ready for me to say down. Oh. So yeah. Lily down. <laughs> Lily down. No. Down. Yes. And so and then I can I can start I can start offering that. So as soon as as soon as she understands that my belly on the ground gets me a reward. So this is what we call this is what shaping is. This is all I'm doing is shaping here at this point. Yes. And I'm letting her know that that new behavior, your belly on the ground, gets you a reward. And so if I can get if she if she starts to really start to uh, process she starts to process what we're doing and really start offering it to me before I actually get there. Yes. Then I know that shaping is working, and she's starting to understand that that gets her a reward. So I go again. Yes. Lily, down. Yes. <clears throat> and then she starts to go in. Lily, down. Yes. As soon as she barely hits the ground, I will. She just slides. She just slides. <laughs> and your and your dog might slide, especially in, on this floor, which is okay. No, no, no. We're not doing Andy that. Sit. Lily, down. Andy, sit. Down. Annie down. Really? Down. Down. No. Yes. <laughs> so again, so if you if you want her to lie down, just make sure you loosen the tension in the leash so there should be no tension on it. And so if you bring bring the treat into her. Oh my really? God, down. down. Yes. Down. There you go. Right into it. Yay. There you go. Yeah. And so and, and so you want to do that that behavior like nine, you know, as, as many times as it takes. And then eventually, after like 20 or 30 times, you'll sit there and just offer the treat and see if she gives it to you. And if she gives it to you, awesome. Then do it again and then add the word down in. Okay. Billy down. Any sit? Nope. Good girl. Good girl. Stay. Yes. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. Yes. Annie, sit. So, so press right between the paws. Go all the way under. Annie, so right on the nose and then go straight straight in the middle. There you go. <laughs> so, so you want to go right between the, right between his paws. So come here, Billy. Straight in. Right into her. So I'm pressing right, right inside. Yeah, right into her nose, right underneath her belly. But I'm going straight in. Here, Annie. Sit. Annie, come. Sit. Yes. <laughs> Annie, come. Annie got stuck underneath. Okay. Annie, sit. So you don't have to. So, so the, Annie, sit. So having them sit is going to be the hardest part if you're going to do it that way. So, Annie, so on all fours, Annie, all the way up. Yes. Annie, down. Yeah. You want, them, you want them standing on all fours? Yeah. So have them stand all the way up. Not sit first. Not sit first. So have them. Yeah. So all the way up. It's all the way up. So now I got her interested. Now I'm going to push straight in. Yes. All right. Right in. Nice and slow. Yeah. Yep. Gotta go. She. 
ADHD dog. <laughs> yeah. She's like, Cody's like, I'll play. Yeah. So again, another, hey, another way you can go is straight in. I'm just moving in. Yes. Nice and slow. Slow wins the, the slow wins the race on this one. If you, if you, if you move too quickly, it'll be a little bit harder. So you can also get on one knee if you can. And like I said, if you, yes. And what happens is, if you, the reason why you want them to do it on all fours is because you really want them to understand the cue, right? If you ask the dog to sit every single time before you ask them to lie down, they get into this habit of saying, okay, as soon as they ask me to sit, then I know the down's coming, that kind of thing. They don't really, they really don't pay attention to too much as much as they pay attention to the habit of what, what's about to happen to them. So if I, can, if I can come up to Lily and I can just be like, yeah, Lily, down. Yes. So she's gonna, she's gonna go into, she's gonna go into somewhat of a sit first, but at the end of the day, if I ask her to lie down from standing up, she can do it. Lily down. Uh -uh. Down. Yes. Let me bring her over. You might hold, can you hold on to her real quick? <laughs> so if I bring, let me see Cody real quick. <clears throat> Come here, Cody. Are you done? Hey, buddy. So straight into it. <clears throat> slide in, I'll hold on to the leash. I'll add a little bit of help in the back. And we're gonna get it. Yes. Roundabout way, isn't it? Yeah. So whatever, whatever which way I can do it, I will do it. So you encourage him by pushing him a little bit. I, I put my hand on the back just to wait. I don't, I don't, I don't push down or nothing. I just have my, yeah. just the hand and the weight of my hand on there. Get it. Yeah. How's she doing? Come. She doing it? Nope. Here, let me see. So real slow. Okay. <clears throat> so when you come in. <laughs> yes. Okay. Real. Get all the way down, but yeah, and she may not. Some dogs don't. Some dogs just get like this, uh -huh. and you want them ready to rock and roll. So that's 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 why you do it that way. Because as soon as I go, as soon as we're in the down, I can be like sit, and they're gonna slide slide up. And so you want them to get you want them to get to that point where they're 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 doing they're doing both. She being bad. Okay, good. <laughs> How's she doing? Are he he doing? She she doing good? Hey. She's had better days. <laughs> yeah. Hey, come here. No, you don't have to do all that. Come here. You don't have to. Don't pee on me. Okay. Wait for the belly to hit the ground. Yes. As soon as the belly hits the ground. Yep. There you go. Good girl. And there's more pee. Yeah. It's okay. She's had the uh, the 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 submissive peeing when they meet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have that bleach spray or whatever? I think I made one of the dogs pee. <laughs> I'm sorry. Really <laughs> sit? Yes. Uh, yeah, right. There's a little spot over. It looks like a little oil leak. Yeah. <laughs> real, real. Then push under the, and just, just hold it there. There you go. Right. Wait. Now? Yes. Right there. Mark it. There yes. you go. So like when you get to, when you get to a point where you see her back legs up, just be patient and wait for her to settle because it, it'll happen. It'll, okay. it'll, it'll happen right away. All right. Ah, Lily. No. Good girl. Man, I hear an elephant drinking over here. <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
So right on the front of the nose there. Come on. Annie? Oh, here, let me see. Let me see. Real quick. See how I get her, her nose down? I'm going real slow. Uh-huh. I'm going to wait. This gets tiring for her. Uh, She's almost there. Yep. As soon as, her, as soon as she goes down the rest of the way. There yes. we go. Not market. So just Man. just be patient. And it, and it is and it is a harder way to get the dog to lie down. It is so much easier to have the dog lie down through the sit because you can just bring down and then fold out instead of push in. But it, I'm telling you, at the end of the day, if, if you want your dog to be reliable when you need them to lie down or something, it's better that they understand it when they're on all fours because if they understand when they're all fours, they're really going to understand it when they're sitting. So you can get it from both you can get it from both angles. So if I'm sitting, if I'm standing here and I know that I'm going to be talking with somebody for about five minutes, I can ask her to go into a sit, and then she eventually will lie down. Or I can ask her to, or I can ask her to go straight into a down. Hey, no. So I can ask her to to go into a down first if I know I'm going to be having a conversation. Come here, Lily. Come, come, come. Yes. Just wait, now push into her paws. Slide underneath a little bit. There you go, and uh, wait, there you go, right there. Good. Oh, you did it. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> She's like, I got this. I just need to be molded right. <laughs> she, she did great. Side, side, side in between the paws, side back. Now just wait and be patient. It, it becomes, it, it becomes, just keep, keep it on the floor as much as possible. He's like, yeah, right. Now it's time to play. Billy, sit. Sit. Hey, sit. Down. Uh -uh. Good, stay. Yes. Humble that treat. <laughs> uh, uh, down. Eat that treat. So. Yeah. Come here, Cody. Yeah. Cody. Come here. There we go. So eventually he gets tired, right? That's the that's the goal. He said. So I'm gonna push in just enough. Wait, wait it out. Wait him out. Wait him out. And then he's like, okay. So now when he's in, when he's in the sit, hey, you don't want the cat toy either. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> it must have it must have dog nip on it. <laughs> Is there such a thing? I don't know. That's okay. All right, that's not good. Come here, Billy. Hey. Sit. Push into it. Ah. <laughs> hey, that's not good. Nah, there we go. Come here. You can do this. We're not going to give up on you yet. Yes. Oh, yes. Nice job. Good boy, Cod. <laughs> yeah, okay. Come on, Lily. <laughs> She's a good job. Doing it more, getting some oh, some more. It's like I said, it'll be more comfortable for both of you on the carpet. <laughs> like I said, and then and then eventually, you, you want to do it differently. You want to do it when you're standing up. You want to do it when you're walking. You want to be able to get to the point where you're on the side and you just say, you know, Lily down. <clears throat> nope, down. There you go. Yes. And so. Trying to get that response, like laying down from standing up on all four, like I said, it is difficult. It's not something that the dog's gonna pick up overnight. She's getting better at her reliability is around 70, 80% now, but she's just gotta get there. And the same thing with you guys, is like you you work at different angles, you you sit there and say, hey, hey, hey. You, you, have, to, you have to just understand where your dog is at and say, okay, this is where we need to work today. And like I said, I'm only really working with her maybe 10 or 15 minutes a day on each cue that we do so it's like I keep it real short and sweet small 
And like when I'm on the walk, I have my things where I'm like, hey, you need to lay down, you need to be sit here, that kind of thing. But I don't, I don't do anything crazy where I'm working with her like six hours a day or anything like that. Like it's just, I do 10 or 15 minutes because that's quality for me. It's a good quality amount of time. And I, I get, I'm getting good results with her. I've had her for two weeks now. So, <clears throat> come here, Lily, down. Good. Yes. Thanks for that. So, just make sure that wherever, whatever you, whatever you utilize the training for, make sure you use it, so it, uh, you know, it helps your your way of life. Don't 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 try and do some sort of fancy stuff to where it's like where it doesn't make your life better. Do you know what I mean? Like it's all centered around to say this is communication. Make it fit your life. Like. What I want to do with her is not the same thing that maybe you want to do with your dog for your relationship. It is, it is all about your routines, your, the way that you want to fit the dog into that and how you need the dog to behave. You need a dog to make sure that it lays down when you cook. Okay, that's what you need. That's a service that the dog needs to provide for you so you feel good. And so it's about making sure that gets complete. For me, She's laying right, literally. Uh, uh, hey, she's laying literally right in front of the stove when I'm cooking, and I didn't teach her that. And it's kind of annoying, but at the same time, to me, it doesn't really bother me. So, so it's, for me, it's a service. Like, well, hey, 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 you're offering me behavior. I don't necessarily disagree with it. I don't really 100% agree with it. So I'm, I'm kind of neutral on it. So at the same time, if I'm neutral on something, I'm just going to let it go. And so it may not be the same for everybody's household, but take, that, take the language that you're learning to be able to communicate to the dog and say, this is what I need from you here, and, and work that way. So it's not, it's not always about, you know, do, do they give you the perfect down? Do they give you the perfect sit? Like for me, if I wanted her to sit here and she lied down, I wouldn't be upset about it. If I was now an obedience champion and I was sitting there saying, I want my dog to perform this way, I would make sure that she could sit for like 20 minutes, you know, and, like, and hold it. And that would be very difficult for a dog to do. So it's, it's really about making it fit your way of life and how the obedience structure um, and the communication and that relationship develop over that. So the dog goes, okay, that's real. I know that we do this very consistently every single day. It's the same thing that we do every single day. And now I know exactly what they need from me and I'm gonna go ahead and provide it. And I know I'm gonna get a reward, whether it's chew bone or whatever. I'm gonna get this and everyone's gonna be happy. Because they're number one, at the end of the day, they want to make sure they please you as much as as much as it is. is it seems frustrating, as, you know, especially with all the puppies in the class. And and I got me a year old here, and we're still working through some puppy stuff. I know, we got we went out, but uh, we're still working through some puppy stuff. As much as that that frustration is there, as long as you stay consistent and relaxed, that's why I say about 10 or 15 minutes, you're going to build the trust, and you're going to sit there and say through the distance, you're going to be able to say okay. The dog's gonna be like, I don't like. I know they don't like it when I do this, but they do like it when I do that. So I'm not gonna go over there and do that, but I'll see they catch my behavior by me just going over here and lying down where I got rewarded the last time. But I'm not gonna go over that same thing I got disciplined at. So to see in the house as well, instead of always asking for behavior, a lot of times through discipline they'll offer you different behavior, and they'll keep offering that behavior instead of going back to the other one. So it's always important to always say, Oh, you're lying down. I love that. Thank you. Go over and pet, praise, whatever. And, and, and reward that behavior so you get more of it. So if, if, you, if you don't do that and you just kind of ignore it, the dog may or may not decide to try something different to, to, to get your attention. But it's always about catching what you like to see and what you want, okay? So for homework next week, so working on those sits, the stays, try and do sits at different angles. Uh, see if you can start dropping the leash and um, walking away. Another thing that we didn't cover tonight, but we'll hopefully we can cover it next week, which would be really cool, would be getting to the end of the leash and then asking the dog to sit. So you're, you're, now you're working up a little bit of distance. So now I can sit there and come over this way. Ah, <clears throat> so I can come over this way. Nope, hey. She's not gonna do it. And she's like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang out with you. Uh, but the, that'd be one thing, I haven't even worked with her on that yet either. So it'd be one of the things that we'll, we could learn together. But Starting to teach them at distance to sit there and say, oh, you're 10 feet away, can you sit? And then they sit, then they... <laughs> I know, playtime's coming, don't worry. But, uh, but that's, one of the, that's one of the things where they have to completely understand what sit means, where you're sitting there and you're, and you're, and you're looking at, hey, hey, and you're looking at them and you ask them to sit, that's where, that's where the, 
Nope. Nope. That's where, that's where the complete understanding of that word would come in. So without any body language, be very conscious of how you're giving that to them. Do you say, do you say sit? Do you say sit? You know, how do you, how do you actually give them that, that, that cue? That's the most important thing. So for next week, it's, we'll, we'll work on some leave it. Um, we'll start adding leave it into the mix where we drop some treats on the floor and ask them not to go get them. That's usually a fun class. Um, <laughs> We'll see how well it goes. We'll also work more within this, the stay and the sit and stay, work more with down and stay. Hopefully we can do a sit and stay, drop the leash and have treats on the floor at the end of the class. So that would be awesome. Um, that, but we'll, we'll, we'll just see where it goes. And like I said, no matter where we go, it's, it's, it's just about practice and getting better. So you guys have a good uh, rest of the week. And I'll see you t next Tuesday. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, Lily. Come on, Lily Bird. You don't like that. You don't like that sit, stand, and still, huh? Who would like that? She doesn't like that. She likes to keep working. <laughs>